Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. It's so good to be together this morning, and I am just loving this morning so far. Um, you know, we've seen baptism, new life, uh, we've worshipped together. It's been an awesome start to the morning, and uh, there's so much more that God wants to do as well. Uh, this morning, um, myself and my wife Holly have been asked to just briefly talk about God's provision. Um, God's real this morning. I have so many testimonies of the things that God has done in my life. Um, so just, just this morning, I just want to really share a quick one. Um, Ben's, Ben's wife works with vulnerable adults. Um, and yesterday, well, Friday, one of them went missing. And, uh, and she asked our family group chat to pray. And this morning, she's been found safe and well. And that is a fantastic miracle. It's, it's a miracle that um, Nicole even sent the message to ask us to pray. So God's good. Um, oh, I just try and compose myself a little bit. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm excited because we believe that God provides all we need. And we get to share this word of encouragement with you this morning. And I feel like God has given me specific instruction for us as a body. And that faith will be raised this morning. It doesn't feel like it needs to be. It's already pretty high, but, you know, faith is going to be raised this morning. Our God is a good God. He's good all the time. In the great times and in the hard times, in the absolutely incredible times and the times when we feel like he's right there with us and the times when it feels super tough and it doesn't feel like he's answering, he's still good. He's still there. Our family has seen God do some amazing things and we're very blessed. But we've also had hard times where we've had to look to God for miracles. We've had times where we've been full of faith and times when we haven't. But God is who he says he is. He is the God who provides for all our needs. And giving tithes and offerings can at times feel like crazy by the world's standards. It can feel like there's not enough. But God calls us to live by his standards, not the world's. The Bible tells us to tithe and bring offerings and shows us God's promises and his provision that comes as we live his way. We'll see that in a little bit that God promises to bless us, we won't run out. Still on, yes. Uh, Kids, come down the front, because who knows what a tithe is? It's one of those big, tricky, grown-up words. I'm sure some of you might know what it means. Does anybody know what a tithe is? It's very quiet. Evelyn. That's a tight. That's a tight. That's brilliant, though. It's very good. Very close. Excellent work, home educating Meg. (laughs) Um, A tithe with a the sound. Yes, Ina. It's a herb. Oh, that's time. Oh, we're throwing all the words out there this morning. Another great one. Love it. A tithe is a tricky grown-up word, isn't it? So the tithe, Martha. Do you have an answer? No. Just put your hand up. Okay. So the tithe means a tenth. Okay? So a tenth is when if we had ten things, we would a tithe would be one of those ten things. Okay? And did you know in the Old Testament, because we talk about tithes in terms of money, but in the Old Testament they didn't have money like we did now. So they would bring a tenth of the things that they grew or their animals. So people would physically bring, like, their vegetables to God. Did you know that? 
Could you imagine? I don't know if you've got a vegetable garden at home. I've got a vegetable garden at home. Lisa's got a vegetable garden. Ali Rom's got a vegetable garden. Could you imagine if Lisa brought a tenth of all of her tomatoes and tried to put it in one of the baskets? Could you imagine? <laughs> or Noah's just been growing potatoes. He could have brought all his soily potatoes and put a tenth of his potatoes in there. Okay. <laughs> but we'd need a really big basket, wouldn't we, really quickly? But the Bible tells us that the tenth belongs to God. And in Leviticus 27.30, it says, One-tenth of the produce of the land, whether grain from the fields or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord and must be set apart to him as holy. So when we tithe, we're simply returning to God what is already his. It wasn't ours to begin with. Noah, can you come and help me? So, I'm going to pretend to be God for a minute. And this is the UK national GDP. And Noah's worked really hard this, this week, so I'm going to give him some sweets. That's fine. Oh, don't drop them. There you go. Oh. There you go. So you've got 10 bags of sweets. Okay, so now they're still mine, aren't they? Even though I've given them to you to hold, they're still mine. So what are you going to do? You're going to give me one back. So that is the tithe. Okay. Anything else you want to do before you leave the stage? Or would you like to take all those nine with you? Oh, you're going to give me one more. What's that for? Because I love you. Oh, okay. So the offering there is our gift from what God's given us back to, back to him as well. And that's sowing. Right. Don't want any uh, rustling papers during my next section. Um, so we're going to read a story now about how God provided for Elijah when times were really tough. There was a big drought, which meant there was no food and no water around. In 1 Kings 17, I believe, um, there's a story about the widow Zarephath. So then the Lord said to Elijah, go and live in the village of Zarephath near the city of Sidon. I have instructed a widow there to feed you. So he went to Zarephath, and as, the, as he arrived at the gates of the village, he saw a widow gathering sticks, and he asked her, would you please bring me a little water in a cup? As she was going to get it, he called her, Bring me a bite of bread too. But she said, I swear by the Lord your God that I don't have a single piece of bread in the house and I only have a handful of flour left in a jar and a little cooking oil in the bottom of the jug. I was just gathering a few sticks to cook this last meal and then my son and I will die. But Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go ahead and do just what you've said, but make a little bread for me first. Then use what's left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. For what... For that is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. There will always be flour and olive left in your containers until, and, and olive oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. So she did as Elijah said, and she and Elijah and her family continued to eat for many days. There was always enough flour and olive oil left in the containers, just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. So the widow literally has nothing left. She has enough for what might make a pancake for her and her son, I reckon. I don't think it would be much bigger than a little pancake. And um, she just has nothing. And some of us might be feeling a little bit like the widow. 
really worried with talk of inflation and rising energy bills and it might not feel like there's going to be a lot left at the end of the month. It might even look like there won't be anything left at the end of it. And I can't imagine that it was very easy for the widow to make bread for Elijah instead of making bread for her and her son. But that is what God asked her to do. He asked her to make the bread for Elijah and then use what was left to make something for herself and her son. And in the natural, we can really think, me first, don't we? We keep what we have and we hold it tight. But that is not God's way. Because as we give, he outgives us. When the widow was obedient and gave what she had in her store, God provides, God provides and multiplies miraculously. The provision never runs out. It overflowed and provided more than enough for her so she could give it away and bless Elijah. When God meets our needs, he isn't going to give us just enough. He gives us enough to bless others too. And as God blesses you, you'll find opportunities to bless others. Sharing a meal, a spare room, finances, cars, and so much more. That's another testimony. <laughs> um, but not that long ago, my mother-in-law needed a new car. And, um, and her dad gave her one. And that was a miraculous blessing. And then she was able to bless somebody else with her old car who equally needed a new car. So God is good all the time. His provision for us isn't going to run out either. There isn't going to come a day when God's provision suddenly runs out. He is Jehovah Jireh, God of more than enough. The jars are full and there will always be enough flour and oil in your containers. The story reminded me of the woman who gave her two coins in the offering in front of Jesus. She gave what she had. It wasn't a large offering to most, but her heart attitude was to honour God. And God saw her offering and was delighted with her. As I was driving home on Friday afternoon, I was just worshipping and thinking about this morning. And I felt God say that this morning you don't have to give a lot. You don't have to give all that you have, although that is what both widows did. Uh, but he wants you to come in faith and give whatever you can. Whatever he's given you, stir your faith, exercise that faith with action, and give God what you have, and be hope-filled and expectant that all your needs will be met by him. Just a few scriptures. Luke 6 says, Given it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured to you. It's God's words was this morning. 2 Corinthians 9 says, Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Again, that's God's word to us this morning. Malachi 3 says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, so that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will, be, there will not be room enough to store it. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops, and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it is ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Then all nations will call you blessed, for yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. Uh, the church isn't struggling to pay the bills, by the way, um, and God doesn't need your money. I assure you that's not what this is about. He wants our hearts, 
He wants us to trust in him above everything else, above our income source, above our savings. He wants us to trust in him more than the government or the society we live in. He wants us to put him first in our finances and have complete, unwavering and unequivocal trust in him. So kids, they were some very big grown-up words, weren't they? Again, I don't know what unequivocal means. Without doubt. (laughs) But what we are talking about is for you too, kids, okay? So when the grown-ups talk about tithe and offering, sometimes we can stop listening and we can think, oh, they're just talking to my mum and dad, not me. But I know that sometimes you guys can get worried about some of the stuff you hear the grown-ups talking about, okay? And I want to tell you that you do not need to worry because God has got you. Okay, do you know in the book of Kings, just before the story that we read about the widow, there is a story where Elijah doesn't have any food again. And do you know what God does? He sends a raven. Do you know what a raven is? Yeah? It is a bird, okay? So Elijah had no food and God sent an actual raven to bring food to Elijah. Okay, so if God can send a big bird to feed Elijah, you can trust that he's going to look after you too. Amen. Okay, and in your own way, you can give to God today too. Maybe you already give God some of your pocket money, or maybe you just want to start by saying, God, I know you're in control, I know that you can feed me by sending a raven if it got that bad. I know you're in control and I love you and I trust you today. You guys can say that to God today. I believe as we raise our hope and faith in him and put words and feelings into action, he's going to pour out blessings into our lives. There will be testimonies this week, next week and for weeks and months to come because of the faith applied and exercised this morning. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does over the coming weeks and months. And if you see provision, um, then please bring your testimony and share it. I'd love to hear it, and the church needs to hear it too. So we're going to bring our tithes and offerings, and then we're going to go back into worship, um, and we are going to um, just give him everything this morning. Give, give him your attitude, your, your heart this morning. Lift him up and worship him with everything you've got. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.